More than 3,000 airplanes have been put in storage. That's 50% of the United States active fleet. When business as normal is no longer normal. This is your economic emergency kit. Money Talks. We're back. Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Casey Smith and Michael Griffin. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to move on. Um, if anybody has questions, remember, you can give us a call, uh, 770-429-9166. It's what Casey and Michael do all day long as financial planners. Uh, they uh, they help people with uh, issues just such as this and many, many more. Uh, we've got a question from Todd from Woodstock. Maybe we'll get through this. If we don't, we'll run over a little. But uh, it says, where do you stand on Walmart as an investment now? Consumers rely on them for staples, but I've also seen some bad press about how they've uh, treated their employees and how dependent are they on cheap goods from China. Um, yeah, I've seen some bad press, too, and it seems like uh, I, I don't think it was necessarily widespread or systemic within Walmart. Uh, I think there was a store in Massachusetts that had uh, more than 10% of their workforce wind up contracting COVID-19, and uh, the reason being, I believe, was probably poor management at that specific store. But uh, when you look at what the store, uh, what Walmart um, management had said, basically they they wanted everyone to be wearing masks. They wanted them to uh, disinfect the store periodically. That was not being done at that one particular store in uh, in Massachusetts. So uh, I think it was a failure, you know, a local failure or a store-based failure. Um, and, and uh, you know, one of the beautiful things about Walmart was they were deemed essential. A uh, big portion of it is if, if they had just been selling regular goods, which they could have sold online, they probably would have had to stop. Uh, you know, they would have had to shutter their stores. But uh, f- because of the fact that they sell more than 50%, their revenue is generated uh, by groceries, um, Walmart was deemed essential. So uh, you've got a business that um, is is huge. It's a... Uh, well, without a doubt, the largest retailer on the face of the earth. And, um, you know, I think uh, even Amazon is, while they're giving them some competition, uh, Walmart, because of their store sizes, is, uh, is, uh, is still the king. But um, <clears throat> you, you uh, look at what they do. Walmart, um, I think 50, let me see. It's a whole lot of money uh, generated from uh, their market caps, $350 billion. Um, their earnings growth is not huge, uh, 0.82% over the last uh, five years. But when you look going forward, they're expected to grow by about 7% in earnings. Um, price to earnings growth, uh, the PEG ratio, 3.51. We usually like it to be around one. I will say... Uh, because they had identifiable operations through uh, the pandemic, the stock has gotten pretty expensive. Yeah. Uh, we still recommend it to our clients. It does meet all of our, our um, criteria for investment based on financial strength and safety. Um, <clears throat> but part of, uh, of what we do is, uh, uh, you know, we, we look at these companies and um uh i i think walmart is like 
top of the list. Basically, I believe it wasn't systemic. I think it was a, a single uh, instance of poor management at a local level in Massachusetts where they did have some some uh, problems. Um, and then uh, their dependence on China, um, I, I'll just tell you, let me read through this real quick. Uh, the company top names uh, by cost of goods sold from Walmart. Procter & Gamble makes up 2.63% of Walmart's cost of goods sold. Uh, it also is 15% of the total revenue for Procter & Gamble. And that being the largest one, they all get smaller from here. Um, PepsiCo, 2.21%, and I'm sure that's Frito-Lay and the drinks, 2.21% um, of cost of goods sold um, that is made up from PepsiCo selling to Walmart. Uh, also makes up 13% of Pepsi's total revenue. These are huge wow. numbers if you think about what yeah. Walmart does. Tyson Foods, another U.S. company. Kraft Heinz, a U.S. company. Uh, Tyson Foods, 16.9% of their revenue comes from Walmart. Cost of goods sold, 1.84%. Kraft Heinz, 21% of Kraft Heinz uh, revenue comes from Walmart, which only makes up 1.33% of the cost of goods sold of Walmart. Nestle, which is uh, not a U.S. company, Dover Corp, Unilever, not a U.S. company, uh, Apple, it's less than 1% of cost of goods sold in Walmart. If you listen to what I'm saying, they're not heavily reliant on China directly. These are all U.S. companies. The list goes on and on. Even the ones you mentioned that are are not U.S. or not Chinese companies are European. So uh, right, I exactly. Mean, now they might they might have goods manufactured in China, but they're not making potato chips and Pepsi in in China. Uh, so and Procter and Gamble's got lots of plants in the U.S. You know, diapers mm -hmm. and uh, paper goods and things like that. I don't believe that you're going to see a major issue uh, with Chinese uh, trade negotiations, trade war, whatever you want to call it, uh, that are going to cause Walmart major issues. No, and if and if Todd just goes by the Walmart in Woodstock, uh, it's it's still been pretty busy. I, yeah. I drive by it when I leave my house, if if I've left my house during this quarantine, but yeah. uh, it's it's still pretty busy. And uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm with you, Troy. I don't see a big yeah. over underlying issue with it. Yeah, going I, forward, exactly. People and, are still going to shop there. Yeah, the only thing I could say is, like so many other companies in the in the uh, market today, Walmart looks a bit expensive. I'm not going to take that from you. I mean, uh, you know, there there might be a better entry point, but uh, for a good operating cash cow type company, uh, I don't know where you're going to find a better one than than Walmart. Got a great dividend, 1.8 percent. Another thing that's just absolutely baffling to me uh, is their uh, EVA spread, um, this is basically the cost of capital at 4.2%. Company makes return on invested capital of almost 10%, so 5.79% uh, that EVA spread. Something I look at a lot. It's a profitability measure. Um, this company's got debt out 30 years. Yeah. Their cost of debt after tax, 0.6%. Wow. 0.6%. Unbelievable. That's, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it comes from their, their high credit rating and, you know, various other things. Heck, their cost of equity is only 5%. Um, just dirt cheap. 
All right, we've got one more question we're going to try to cover here. Actually, it's two combined because they are somewhat similar. Peter from Kennesaw says, should I take my RMD this year? Um, I know I don't have to, but my wife thinks I should still take it. We generally take her RMD in January and mine in July. Uh, and then Joe from Ballground, should I convert to a Roth? Because there are some issues that we could talk about strategically, we wanted to cover these together. Should I convert to a Roth? Uh, I'll need to start taking money from my IRA next year as I'll be 72. I was wondering if there uh, was any good reason to convert some of it to a Roth today. My income should be lower this year as I was laid off uh, from my part-time job when we closed for the coronavirus. I haven't been working since. So, guys, let's hear some brilliance. Well, Joe from Ballground, you should have converted to Roth on March 23rd. That would have been the ideal time. So, yeah, sorry uh, you, might you, have, you might have missed it. Yeah. <laughs> not, not really. I mean, there's still some some opportunities there to to convert to Roth. Um, you know, uh, the, the uh, CARES Act that was passed um, as part of the coronavirus stimulus package uh, opened up some opportunities. And Peter from Kennesaw, you know, take, taking my RMD, that's where that question's coming from. I think the the RMD requirement was waived for 2020 because of the CARES Act. And so you don't have to take it. The question becomes, do you need the money? Um, you know, if you don't need the money, then I would say probably not take it. Um, you know, there might be some reasons to still take it. If you're giving it away to charity, for instance, maybe you still want to do that. You can still reduce the value of your IRA. Um, Wouldn't you still want to do that directly? Yeah. Yes, you would it, still do that directly to the charity. Yeah, so it um, never comes into your hands. You, you, It's never taxed to the person, and they're just reducing the amount of their holdings within their in their IRA. So then next year, the holdings would be less. So in theory, depending on what the market does, the requirement of distribution would then be less Yeah, because it's based because, on the end of year. Now, that's not going to change, right? So the right. end of this year will still be the basis of... 2021's distribution, Correct. required distribution. Correct. I mean, this all comes down to taxes and kind of when when you think taxes are going to be lower. Do you think they're going to be lower now? Or do you think they're going to be lower later? With all the stimulus has been passed, it, I'd be hard to imagine taxes going much lower from where they are now. So that kind of shortens your window there. Uh, on the other hand, it's nice to have some diversification. Good to have some a little bit of money in a tax-deferred account like a regular IRA. Good to have a little bit of money in a tax-free account like a Roth. And, um, you know, that gives you just choices and options depending on what tax rates are in the future. So, yeah, the good thing absolutely. about the, the Roth is the fact that there is no required minimum distribution, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, that's about all the time we've got. You guys uh, want to tell me, is the market up or down next week? Uh, Troy, I hope it's up. It's going up. I'm broken record. Troy, I'm always up for me. Thanks for listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you next week. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. 
There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.